Welcome back for week two of Geneva's Das. Well, we will be discussing out of the context of Geneva's Das, which was the sugya of gaining a moral slash emotional advantage over somebody by misrepresenting facts of what you've done for him, what you're doing for him, and so on and so forth, the quality of what you're giving him. There's another sugya which is in, primarily based in Bavetzia Daf Samach, and it the Mishnayos over there talk about acceptable forms forms of marketing. The Gemara gives examples over there. Obviously, in our world, we're going to have a whole different set of examples, and it's uh, it's 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 a sugya which we can't understate the lack of awareness and the importance, the crucial importance of getting things straight in this uh, in this important sugya. But I want to start with a hagdama of what Ramos, we're called Ramos in Mecca Chomemkar, on halachic, for lack of a better term, marketing is not. Before we describe what it is, let's describe what it's not. There are two sugis in Chesh Mishpat, which are Gezel proper. They're not only Isurim Durabonon of Ramos, of improper marketing, the Gezel Mamish, and very often what people will think will only be a Chsern and a certain being a straight shooter is really flat out Gezel. Let me explain. Mekachtos refers to any time a person signs on and he buys something where the quality of the item in question is not up to par. The classic case, which is where Shulchan Aruch and the Gemara that discussing, I buy a cow. And there's a problem with the cow. The cow uh, has some type of physical problem. It can't work. It's going to die in six months. It's a trefer. Or if you want to translate that into the 20th, 21st century, I buy a car and two miles out onto the highway, I realize I bought a lemon. There's something wrong with the transmission. Used car salesmen are called used car salesmen for a reason. They're very good at this type of thing. I don't want to... You know, throw any mud on anybody out there. But uh, there are certain industries that lend themselves to covering over problems. That is not a problem of morality. That's flat-out gazel. A person who engages in that type of activity is a gazel. You can be a gazel if you do it on purpose. You can be a gazel, by the way, and this goes in retail stores where people come back for returns. We've discussed that in a different series of shiurim where people come back with returns for damaged items, if you don't want to give them back their money, the money that you're holding on to is thievery. There's no way out of mekachtos. Mekachtos is defined halachically as a sale which doesn't exist. It's as if I made up, I'm selling you a bag of apples, and I provide you with a bag of oranges. There's no sale. I never sold you oranges. If you deliver to my house the bag of oranges, I leave it outside. The money that you're holding on to is mine. It's as simple as that. That's on one side of the divide. The other extreme is something called Oino. Oino, the concept of Oino, means that a storekeeper, or it could be a customer for the same price, more common by a vendor, by a supplier, is to misrepresent the value of something. Tourist comes into your store, he doesn't know that the uh, the items that he's looking at He's, he's from a different place where they charge more. He thinks that it's worth $30. It's worth $20. Misrepresenting the price is also a form of thievery. And you have to return that money. The sale, if he doesn't want to conclude the sale for the price that you asked, and he wants his money back, he has a right to demand uh, that the sale should be null and void. For this very simple reason, that where the price is misrepresented, 
or again by Mekachtois with the chayfet. And this, by the way, could be on a service also. A person can provide a service pretending that he's doing one thing. He's really doing something else. A contract was signed for a certain amount of money. It doesn't have to be goods. It could be a vendor of services the same way there's a vendor of goods. Both the Mekachtois or Oino are flat-out gezel. What we're talking about is something much more subtle. We're talking about marketing where you really haven't changed the value or the price, the value or the quality of the services or goods that are being provided. For example, the Gemara discusses a case where a person puts an Evid. Uh, today we don't sell Avodim on the block. It's just not done in polite society. Uh, we're all enslaved in different ways to other things, but nobody's being sold on the block like, uh, like 200 years ago. But what happens if we apply for a job interview and we misrepresent our appearance, otherwise known as dying here? There's a fascinating discussion, what do you do with Lois Silbash if it's a man? But misrepresenting your age on a job application, misrepresenting your qualifications, love Dafka that you're not going to do the same job. But you do have the fact that you miss, you're marketing yourself unfairly, or you can market your goods. Or what happens, let's say somebody sits down and he's about to sign an investment with you and the numbers aren't exactly what they are. The growth, uh, the, the, the chart that's, that's looking at the growth of the company that you want him to invest in for the last two years, you've sort of forgotten certain details and you've added on embellished other details. And because of that, the graph of, of where the company is going and where the company should be going looks totally different than the reality. Love Dafka that you're not going to give him back the same returns, but you've gotten him aboard by mismarketing, by marketing in an unfair, unmoral way. That is the Sugi of Ramos. Just a, a dogma that comes to mind. I can't resist, but I will appreciate this. Is there's two ways to steal an election? You could steal an election by rigging an election, and sometimes there are elections people can say maybe every vote that was cast was cast. But there's an, and that's Gezel, by the way. You're clearly stealing votes. There's another way to steal an election. You could have a misrepresentation of all the facts on the ground for three, four, five, six months before. Somebody who was doing wrongdoing, we call one side is covered over. There could be all sorts of facts and figures that convince people to vote. It's legal. Right? You've pulled the wool over people's eyes. They're voting for somebody who they think is XYZ and he's really ABC because you've misrepresented the facts. The, the, the votes are legal. There's no gezel there. There is, however, Ramos in marketing. That's the sugi of Ramos. So that's the sugi that we're discussing. And again, like we're saying, since there's nothing about it that's gezel per se, it's just Ramos, there might be certain differences a certain lesser level of severity to the point where a very big chiddush tagoyis yagitz Rabbi Yaakov Emden says in his chiddushim about Metziah Daf Samoch that if a person is misrepresenting uh, the the quality of something, again not in a way where the price is different, but the just getting people more aboard, putting out let's say a brochure where the what something is, is misrepresented because of that people sign up. If it's being done for tzedakah, for mitzvah purposes, the Yavid says you're allowed to do it. A shakin chiddush. This chechay should be able argues on it. it. says, since when's Ramos become uh, justified in the, in the service of good causes? 
But the reason why the Yavitz would even suggest such a thing is because we're not talking about Gezel. One can't steal for tzedakah purposes. Stretching the reality in the brochure that the trip that you're getting would be X and really might be a little bit different, probably is going to sign up anyways, but that might be Ramos. Improper marketing in any shape, form, or fashion is also under the heading of Ramos in Mecca Chomepka. Uh, we might add, by the way, not always on a brochure or in an advertisement are we talking about misrepresenting the item in question or the service in question. It could be also taking people on a guilt trip by saying there are only this amount left. Grab it now before stock runs out. You have a full warehouse. You're dying for people to place orders. Right? What did you do? All you did was you misrepresented how, uh, how out there you are. Well, how out there, how popular that thing is. Does it really make a difference? Is he not getting his money's worth? No. Honest, it's not. It's from most, it's, it's, it's unfair marketing techniques. And that unfair marketing is very subtle, but the Shogun gives the example, again, of mixing together, again, the Shogun examples play itself out in the industry of 500 years ago. So you're talking about, let's say, a vendor buying from different suppliers, different wholesalers, fruits, and mixing together, this way it has a fresher look. What's fresh is fresh. What's not is not. We're not talking about a difference of price. We're talking about something with a price spraying an animal. This way it just looks more vibrant. Again, the market is the same, but it does catch the eye. Shogun is very clear. And the Sman, the Shogun differentiate between say, taking something that's new and giving it an extra coat of paint just to add an extra shine or taking something that's used. Let's say you have something that was a car that was used. But it was used minimally. There's 100 miles on the car. It really will not make a difference. The value of the car is exactly the same. Turn back the odometer. Spruce up the car. It looks fresh. It looks new. It looks beautiful. There's a certain, ah, when the guy sits down in the driver's seat to test drive it, he's going to be quicker to buy it. If it's used and somebody's leftover peanut shells are you know, under the, the passenger seat, he's not going to be so quick to buy it. Value? No difference in value. What you've done is you've misrepresented it in terms of marketing. It's less gezel, might be more insidious, it might be there's a certain lack of morality there. Shogunar prohibits that. Shogunar clearly says that painting something that's new to give it an extra look, that you're allowed to do. You're allowed to market your product in as attractive of a manner as possible. You're allowed to dress up. You're allowed to go out and buy yourself a wardrobe that will make you appealing to somebody who's hiring. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not talking about sneers here, by the way. I'm talking about marketing. You're allowed to go out. You're allowed to present yourself in the best way possible. You're not allowed to misrepresent what you are in order to get that job, even if it really doesn't make a difference in the job. Uh, sprucing up one's credentials on a resume. Right? This uh, can be done in a million different ways. You can sit for hours. You can go even to professional resume writer that people do this for a living. And you can present yourself in the best way possible. Nothing wrong with that. But once those facts, once that black uh, divider between fact and fiction becomes a little bit blurry, even it really doesn't make a difference in the fact the way he's hiring you. Ramayusha talks in a tune to somebody who cheated on, uh, on accreditation, on tests. Ramayusha talks about that, that that might be from proper gezel because people want somebody who has the licensing. But let's say we're talking about it's not a matter of license, it's a matter of experience. 
have five years experience, I have seven years experience, it's all the same. I'm good, I catch on quickly, I know what I'm doing, I'm worth whatever you're paying me. But I have misrepresented myself, that is an act of Ramos, these are all the halakhas in the dinim of uh, Ramos, the Mecca, in Bavitzir, the Samach, and in Chesh uh, Mishpan, those halakhas. Another thing worth pointing out is a fascinating parallel. The Mishnah of the Mbavitzir, the Samach, has its sad that it's a Makhlaq we don't pass in that way, but you see from the Mishnah that there was a very real sad that a storekeeper aggressively courting prospective customers. The Mishnah talks about giving out to the kids in the neighborhood, you give out treats to the kids in the neighborhood, this way they all want to do their shopping by you. The Mishnah puts that together with unfair marketing. What does one have to do with the other? Because we're not talking about gazel here, we're talking about unfairly manipulating a situation to your advantage. And it could very well be that manipulating prices, manipulating the competition, manipulating the client base that they're going to want to buy by you, not for reasons that you're providing a better service, just because the kids are more eager to shop in your store. Again, what's within the realm of normal uh, customer relations, marketing, advertising, is fine. And that's why the Mishnah passes even on that case, that you are allowed to court other customers. The only reason why you wouldn't be allowed, the only way you wouldn't be allowed to court other customers is either you're totally destroying somebody else's business. That's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, which is called your Yoyud L'chaev Shachavei, which is not the subject of our discussion. The Avera is not unfairly marketing. The Avera is destroying somebody else's livelihood. Or where somebody is in a neighborhood, two people are in a, in a small town, let's say, and you're encroaching on his uh, natural uh, territory which is halachas that I discussed in the Halachas because that's what it's shaykh to. But in terms of unfair marketing techniques, again, the Mishnah had a very real tzad, and that was also wrong, because you're manipulating a situation to your advantage. One point worth mentioning, which we spoke about in the context of Geneva's Das, is, again, if I haven't stolen from somebody, but I have engaged in unfair marketing techniques, who do I owe an apology to? Is this because HaKadosh Baruch Hu represents Amis and my fudging it and my misrepresenting it is a, is an insult, so to speak, to my role as an Ebed Hashem? Is that the whole story over here? Is this just a question of morality? Or is that cool that I've disadvantaged somebody and I've wronged him the same way if I've insulted him or stolen from him or embezzled from him? I have to ask him Mechila. If I've gotten somebody aboard as a client, as a provider, etc., etc., in a way that there was a certain misrepresentation, do I ask, have to ask a mechila? That's a good question. Is the Avera over here ben Adam or is it only ben Adam That's a question we'll leave. One other point that we'll point out, one other place of unfair marketing, is a lav chomer mo'id, which the Torah describes in Pashat Kedoshim, and Pashat Kisetsu. You'll notice, by the way, that this lav is in the posuk directly preceding the parasha of Mechias Amolek. For the very reason that Amolek represents the ultimate sheker in the world. And fear marketing, fear representation of who you are, what you're about, and what you're providing, is that midah of MS is the very opposite of Amolek. Daibozeh as an inspiration to live up to the terrorist standards. And this is the lav of Mishkoilois. 
if a person, it's not so common by us because we don't generally weigh produce in any way. But in the old days, when they weighed anything that was being sold, was sold in bags. Um, you know, you just put it on the scale, and the scale had weights. If you rub the weight with salt, or if you soaked it in vinegar, or you put it in the fire, you can make it lighter, heavier. You can misrepresent the amount of vinegar you're giving him, or the amount of wheat that's being weighed on the scale, and so on and so forth. Sugis and Baba Basra. Also, a whole sugya, a whole simon in Shulchan Aruch and the simonim that discuss marketing. Over there, the Gemara says that the love that one is over is not over when he actually steals, when the scale actually overcharges or undercharges and so on. The theft, I'm sorry, the Avera of Mishkoyle starts as soon as the manipulation takes place, which would seem to indicate that the Avera of unfair marketing is not just about the advantage that you're taking of somebody else, but it's the love of being in a state of Ramos. It's the Avera of being a person who does not represent truth. This can result in a gezo by Mishkoilos. As soon as he soaks that weight in vinegar, he's over a lav deraisa. It doesn't make a difference if a customer actually ever walks into his store or not. Maybe even if he has karoto, and he does tshuva and he never uses it, he throws it out that weight, he was still ever in Avera. The tshuva that he has to do is the tshuva on being a dishonest person. That's between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ben Shalom should give us the siyat neshmaya that we should represent in our marketing, in our business, in, in, in our, doesn't make a difference if it's with Yidin or with Goyim, the higher standards of Midas or Emes. And that's the demand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes of us in business. Do your best, get out there, hustle, put your best foot forward, represent yourself in the best way possible, but be real. Be honest, be a straight shooter. That's what the Renshaw wants from us.